0: friend and happy monday june 21st thank you for tuning into divine exhortations with drea i hope everyone had a great past week and happy father's day to all the dads out there who are making a difference in the lives of your children we just want to acknowledge every father today, uh, the hardworking dads, the dads that are persistent, dads that are dedicated, the dads that are fun and loving, the dads who provide, the dads who work so hard. We just want to honor you all today and I hope that you were spoiled yesterday Um, and I hope that your children and if you are married your wife or if you're a single dad that someone took care of you and just took the time out of their day to acknowledge you and I want to share a poem with every father today And for those who are listening if you have a special someone in your life uh, your your dad your uncle your grandfather your husband you can um, recite this poem to them okay so here it goes and the poem starts off like this God took the strength of a mountain the majesty of a tree the warmth of a summer Sun the calm of a quiet sea The generous soul of nature the comforting arm of night the wisdom of the ages the power of the eagle's flight the joy of a morning in spring the faith of a mustard seed the patience of eternity the depth of a family need then god combined these qualities when there was nothing more to add he knew his masterpiece was complete and so he called it dad Oh, and I'm not too sure who this poem was by. It was anonymous, but it's a very nice poem. So once again, shout out to all my wonderful fathers. I hope you had a fantastic Father's Day yesterday. All right. So with that in the way, let's move on to our character Bible study for this Monday. And we are looking at the life and story of Elkanah. And uh, his story is found in first Samuel chapter one, or that will be the focus I should say, um, of his storyline with his wife, Hannah. Oops, I kinda jumped the gun there cause that's a part of his character profile, but that's okay. So we will just begin there. Um, like I said earlier, he is married to Hannah, but he did practice polygamy. And so he had two wives. He also had Penina, and Penina had his children, but Hannah was barren. He was also um, the son of Jeroham from the tribe of Levi. Elkanah was from Ephraim, and his name means God has created or God has gotten possessions. Every year, Elkanah would go up from his city to worship and offer sacrifice to the Lord at Shiloh. And then the last profile um, nugget here we have is he is the father of Samuel the prophet. In 1st Samuel chapter 1 is the resounding and very touching story of Hannah, the wife of Elkanah who was barren. Despite the fact that in those days a wife's value was tied to her childbearing abilities Elkanah genuinely loved Hannah and was grieved because of her sadness. In majority of polygamous marriages there was usually strife and conflict and so in this story Penina provoked and taunted Hannah about her childlessness year after year until Hannah couldn't take it anymore. She wept bitterly so much so she refused to eat. She was deeply in distress. Let's fast forward to the end of this story and Elkanah and Hannah did conceive and gave birth to their first boy, boy child, Sorry, Samuel, by the end of this chapter. And so my goal for this character Bible study is to see how Elkanah handled this situation and if there are any practical takeaways we can learn from him. I don't think this exhortation will be too lengthy due to the reason the story does focus on Hannah, but I'll do my best to showcase Elkanah's life in this chapter. Let's begin by reading verses 3 to 5 of 1 Samuel chapter 1. It reads as this, This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Also the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. Last verse, verse 5, But to Hannah he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. Here are a few points I want to share with you about the life of Elkanah. My first point, he had a personal relationship with God. Every year Elkanah left his home and city and he would offer sacrifices and worship unto God at Shiloh, which was the central sanctuary of Israel. Despite the unhappy differences taking place in his family, the tension, the rivalry and the division between Alcana's two wives, it did not impede on his total devotion to the Lord. And I have to say, since doing these Bible character studies, there seems to be a, a common running theme. Despite what seems to be taking place in the lives of these individuals, they managed to remain committed, dedicated, and faithful to God in their service and worship of him. The Bible lets us know God closed Elkanah's wife's womb. So let's have a sidebar conversation here (laughs) for a moment. If you are going through an uncomfortable season in your walk currently, and it's been for a number of weeks, maybe months or even years, Your devotion, worship, and prayer life should not decrease or plummet because of the hardship you are experiencing. Okay, I'll say that one more time. If you are going through an uncomfortable season in your walk currently, presently, and you've been going through this for a number of weeks, months, or years, your devotion, worship, and prayer life should not decrease or plummet because of the hardship you are experiencing. And I want to emphasize to us today, and I say us because I'm including myself in this conversation, that if we can get to a place of accepting the sovereignty of God in our lives, then we won't be so caught up on what is not going right, but we'll have a similar disposition like Elkanah. God is more inclined to honor that man or that woman because of their continued faithfulness in the midst of difficulties. So today, make a conscious decision to continue to offer sacrifices of praise, prayers, and worship to the living God as an inward and outward act of your faith in Him. Point number two His family knew the Lord and they had fellowship together. Year after year, Elkanah brought his family and children to Shiloh so they could worship God together. Also, he would eat a ceremonial meal with his family and gave portions to his wives and children. And so I just want to say this to all the husbands uh, who are listening and fathers. I, I want you to continue to lead your family into the presence of God by being an example of a godly, dedicated, and faithful follower of Christ. Let your wife and children see the life that you live and that through your living, they themselves are encouraged to know your God and can develop their own personal relationship with him to all the men, the fathers, the leaders, continue to remain consistent and faithful despite family difficulties, always doing your best to promote and foster healthy relations in your family while pointing them back to God. Okay, let's run on to point number three, Elkanah loved Hannah and cared about her well-being. Let's read verses 4 through to 8. And it reads as this. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. Verse 6. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Last verse, uh, verse eight. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Like I had mentioned earlier, Elkanah and his family would have a ceremonial meal together. Did I say that right? No, I didn't, let's go back. They would have a ceremonial meal together, sorry guys. And this is what he did. He divvied up portions for Penina and their children, but Hannah, he would give her extra, double portions. Elkanah loved Hannah dearly and gave her special consideration since she was infertile, and this displayed his favor and love towards her. Alcana tried his best to alleviate Hannah's deep pain, but he could offer her no true relief from her sorrow. Because of her barrenness and conflict with Panina, Hannah could not receive and enjoy Alcana's gifts of love. Alcana's response to Hannah's deep sorrow was heartfelt and with good intentions. It's fair to say he did his very best when trying to support his wife under the circumstances. But he was a little bit insensitive to her deep desire to be a mother. He asked her, why are you crying? Why are you not eating? Why are you sad? Am I not better to you than 10 sons? He knew why she felt the way she did, and yet still he asked her three why questions, then concluded his questioning by asking about his value. And he knew why she had this disposition and was in distress and was crying. But he did not recognize that she had needs that he could not fulfill at this time. And maybe for Alcana, he got, to a place of acceptance knowing that Hannah may never have a child or an understanding that God is in control and when he is ready to bless them with a child and open up her womb then God would. Elkanah seemed to not let the reality of their situation get the best of him or his devotion. And my last point, point number four elkanah trusted the god in his wife and in her devotion hannah and elkanah did conceive and she gave birth to a son that she named samuel the next year hannah told elkanah that she would not be going to shiloh with him until their son was weaned then she could keep her vow and present him to the lord so let's read verses 23 of first samuel uh, chapter one and it reads as this so elkanah her husband said to her do what seems best to you wait until you have weaned him only let the lord establish his word then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him elkanah had faith in his wife's devotion and allowed her to do as she thought was best rather than force his own will on his wife elkanah was sensitive to her relationship with god and set his own desires aside in deference to her convictions in closing the way elkanah acted toward hannah's vows tells us just how unselfish she was after all that was elkanah's own son as well that hannah vowed to give to the lord Giving up his son certainly would not have been an easy thing for Elkanah to do. But his willingness to allow his little boy to leave home and live at the house of the Lord demonstrated a deep trust in God. It's through these glimpses into his life we can see that he was a kind man, faithful to the Lord and loving to his wife. Join with me as I close out in prayer. Oh God, our strength and redeemer, we put our trust in you. You have never forsaken those who seek you. We know that you never will let us down because our life so far has been a testimony of your greatness. Mold us into your image and hold us close to you. Show us how to mature as a Christian and improve on our walk of faith. Steady our trust in you so that it never wavers, no matter what battles we face here on earth. We declare that our faithfulness to you will be strong at all times. God, we want to be a person who stands firm and trusts you wholeheartedly. Lord, we want to be unshakable and resilient in the midst of hard times, depending on you and trusting in your ability. Help us to not walk around in our own limited strength, or worry and doubt but we pray your Holy Spirit will teach us to trust in your sovereign plan for us turn our lives into a powerful demonstration of what trusting God looks like we remember all the amazing husbands and fathers who consistently show their love to their children and their wives they love God They love their family and they will do what it takes to make sure that everyone is taken care of. For the single fathers raising a child or children on their own, God, they were never alone because you were always with them. And so today we pray a special blessing upon every father. You are special and valued by your loved ones and the God of the universe knows your name. Be still and know that he is God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Have a fantastic week, everyone. One more episode left. Oh my goodness. Much love and many blessings. Bye. Hey friend, thank you for listening to today's exhortation. I believe you were inspired, challenged, and encouraged today. Because of that, don't keep it to yourself. Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, even a co-worker. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day. Honestly, I feel so special. Let's do this again. See you next week.